Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer, and I'm coming to you live from the beautiful Casa Violeta in Tulum, Mexico. I've been taking some time to reflect, uh, like many of you, as we approach the holidays and the end of the year, about 2021. What a, what a unique year it has been, uh, filled with challenges uh, and also uh, some beautiful opportunities. As with any time there's a challenge, I think there's a commensurate opportunity for, for a rise, you know, for composting, for new growth. And for me, 2021 has been full of those challenges. Uh, I had to leave my, my home, my grounded home of seven years uh, after discovering mold. Um, I dealt with COVID after recovering from it at the end of 2020, got it again in 2021. I had a lot of things that basically pushed my, my edges. I'm currently in Tulum and not at home for the first time in 20 years for Christmas because uh, I actually, uh, in ascending, uh, in a diving accident, I basically um, hurt my ears and uh, can't risk pressurization of an airplane at the moment. So these are some of the challenges I've faced. I'm sure many of you have faced challenges in your own regard. But one of the things I love to do at this time is to think about what are the ways in which each of those challenges might be seen as a blessing. And perhaps blessing is too strong a word. If blessing kind of creates a trigger for you, the other question would be, what are the ways in which the challenges of this past year have created a unique opportunity? And to take it a bit further, one of my favorite exercises, which I'd like to share with you, and one that I like to do at the, at the close of the year, is to think about the year and reflect on what worked this year? Like, what, what, what went well? What can I celebrate myself for? What am I proud of? What, what, what did I create in 2021? And that could be a variety of things. It could be launching a business or getting a promotion or, you know, building a successful relationship or leaving an unsuccessful relationship. It could be any, a multitude of things. But what, uh, in hindsight basically really worked over the course of this past year. And I like to make a, a list of those things and, and really to reflect and be in gratitude around the blessings that they they were in my life. You know, we, we've all created incredible opportunities for ourselves over the course of the last year. Um, and they will continue to flourish as blessings in our life. And I think Obviously, the more we are in gratitude, the more overall fulfillment we bring into our life. So taking a moment to actually reflect and be in gratitude, I think, is an extraordinarily important practice. In addition, I like to ask myself, you know, with the benefit of hindsight, what did not work this past year? What uh, could I have done better? What is not serving me? Um, and, and really reflecting on what are the ways in which, with the benefit of hindsight, I could commit to do things differently so as to keep those roadblocks, those hindrances from impeding my growth in the course of the next year. And for me, for example, one of the things that I've reflected on is at times it takes me too long to make decisions. Uh, you know, I've, I've, re I've researched and read a lot about great leaders 
And one of the practices which I'm seeking to embody in 2022, something that came out of my recent Ayurvedic retreat, is the practice of getting up early, getting up with the sun. You know, many successful CEOs actually get up, especially uh, those with family members where, you know, their, their, lone, their lone time is precious. You know, get up oftentimes at 5 a.m. I'm not necessarily committed to getting up at 5 a.m., but I am committed to getting up earlier and rising more with the sun and being disciplined with my morning practice because I find when I meditate, when I journal, when I drink water uh, with lemon, when I, when I have my black coffee, when I give myself that quiet time in the morning, my day generally proceeds much, much better. And over the course of the last year, I was inconsistent with my practice. And so that's one thing, for example, on reflection that I've uh, realized I could do better over the course of the coming year. Also, these decisions, you know, I, I feel like I can make faster decisions. This is something I've also read that high performers do. They make quick decisions, and then if they need to uh, correct them or course correct, they do that. But over deliberation, um, mental masturbation, if you will, is, is, is something that I'm looking to transcend. I think sometimes we can spend days making a decision we already know the answer to. And the amount of energy that that takes is not to be underestimated. Um, you know, Mark Zuckerberg famously only wears one kind of clothes because he doesn't want to have decision fatigue. That's one less thing he can make a decision around. Tim Ferriss talks about uh, decision fatigue. And I think the more brain power we have to focus on critical endeavors and critical um, execution, the better. So one of the things that I've reflected on is I can be better at making quicker decisions. And if it's not an aligned decision, to, to course correct as opposed to over-deliberate. So these are a couple of things that I've reflected on as things that I, I know that if I implement over the course of the next year, I will be you know, in a far greater position to achieve my vision and my goals. I also want to share with you two exercises that I like to do, and I'm going to present an invitation for, for, for basically free value at the end of this episode to help you kind of delve more deeply into this practice. But there's two additional practices in addition to this, you know, year of year end, you know, what worked, what didn't work with the benefit of hindsight, what would I do differently uh, practices that I like to do at the, at the end of the year. Um, in order to make my, my coming year really, really strong. And those two exercises are the following. So one thing I, I like to do is I like to do what I call the eulogy exercise. And this may sound morose for some. Um, you know, we live in a culture that doesn't encourage us to think about death. But one of the benefits of the eulogy exercise is you can actually read the obituaries in your, in your local paper and reflect on what are the contributions that are of note? What are the things that people are remembered for? And as you do a visualization and think about your own passing, what do you want that to look like? You know, when, when I do this exercise, I realize, you know, I don't really care if I have a Lamborghini in, in the driveway, but I do care about being surrounded by people I love and having filled my life with experiences shared with, with those people. And leaving the, the world slightly better than when I came in. That, that aligns to my values and my vision. 
the beauty of, of doing this exercise is I think oftentimes we live our lives by default and our years stacked by default around what others around us think is valuable as opposed to what is aligned to our own unique vision of, of what our great purpose is. And if we don't know our true north, then we're basically following the breeze and we're at effect to whatever the, the breeze is of the day. And we want to create our own weather. We want to create our own uh, direction. We want to know which, which direction we're heading so that we can hoist our sails with the winds and, and head towards our true north. And, and really focusing on our death and doing this eulogy exercise is one of the more powerful ways to reflect on what really and truly matters to you. What is your true north? The second exercise which I like to do is, is something called the ideal day exercise. And that is to, to visualize, <clears throat> you know, what does an ideal day look like for you? You know, how, how do you wake up? Who, who do you wake up with? What does it feel like? I think oftentimes we have an idea, an intellectual idea of what we'd like life to look like, but we don't think enough about how we want life to feel. And so I wanna really encourage you to think about the feeling you're looking to create. You know, what is the, what is the way in which you wake up? You know, for me, it would be in a sunny location. It, there would be a breeze. I would be surrounded by nature. I would be with a lover, someone, who I feel, you know, super, super connected to. And I would move through my day with intention. It would be filled with some kind of exercise, delicious food, meaningful work, uh, family, laughter. You know, and as you move through these exercises and literally visualize the entirety of the day, as you think about what that day looks and feels like, it's a beautiful way to actually also a more of a microcosmic approach to the macrocosmic approach of the eulogy exercise. It's a way in which you can start to think about how you want your days to look and how if you stack those days day in day out, you would build a life of your dreams. So these are a few of the practices I like to um, put forth as I assess you know, what, what I want my year to look like. And I would encourage you to, you know, use one or all of these exercises in, in your own year-end practice. One of the other things I want to share with you guys is my gratitude. My gratitude for the incredible community that we've built. My gratitude for you being a part of this community. And I'm looking in 2022 to find ways to bring more and more value to you and for this to be a more and more interactive process. And so I discovered something recently called the Wisdom App and I wanna offer a free opportunity for us to connect um, over at the Wisdom App and I'll put a link below in the podcast. And on the 26th at noon, East Coast Standard Time, uh, so that's 9 a.m. Pacific Coast, I believe that's 5 or 6 if you're in Europe, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll write that as well in the show notes below. I'm going to offer a, few, a free AMA, a, few, a free Ask Me Anything, but more importantly, I'm going to guide us through some of these exercises and open it up for discourse around what are some of the challenges that you face, what are the opportunities that you see moving into 2022? How can we support each other as a community? And what are, what are the ways in which we can really and truly live 
a year of wisdom, a year of embodied grace, a year of uh, a life of our dreams. And I want to talk with you guys. I want to take questions. Uh, I want to hear your feedback. Um, what episodes, for example, you loved, what, what kind of guests you'd love to see more of. And I want to create an opportunity for us to connect and have an interactive dialogue together. So again, the 26th, day after uh, Christmas at noon, I'll be hosting uh, this talk on the Wisdom app. And it's, I've just been looking for technologies that empower more of a give and take in terms of us connecting more intimately and having more of an opportunity to receive your feedback uh, so that I can continue to improve the show aligned with your vision and your values and that this can be a community endeavor and a community undertaking as opposed to simply uh, me presenting obviously incredible interviews and incredible, hopefully in your mind, reflections, but a way in which this podcast can become a more robust community. And so I found wisdom. It's really a mindfulness focused community and I'm excited to to share a talk um, with you guys around the holidays where I can add uh, some free value and open myself up for interactive exchange. So I'll go ahead and link that below in the show notes. I'm sending you guys so much love and so much gratitude. I hope wherever you are, you are taking time to be grateful for the position you're in because to be honest, any day above ground is a good day. And you know, uh, even and especially when we move through challenges. I'm sending you guys so much love, looking forward to connecting with you very soon. And until we do, um, I hope you guys are surrounded by loved ones uh, and I hope you're surrounded by love within I hope that you are uh, surrounded by grace, and I'm sending you a lot of love and a lot of gratitude from Mexico. Until next time.